Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast, where we talk about our favourite movies, TV shows and video games. As usual, I'm your host Shravan. We have our co-host Tarun here with us in Hobart. Hey everyone. How's the weather today in Hobart? It was bloody hot. Yeah, same here. It was 43 degrees here. 43. Yeah, it was a little less hot here, but we had a lot of bushfires. The sky is like a red fog at the moment. Is it like New Zealand in terms of the sun, how it like really burns your skin or? Yeah, yeah, it does. I wasn't outside much today, as you can see, rocking the, rocking the singlet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was at work most of the day, so I missed, it was, it was weird because it was 43 degrees at three o'clock and then at five o'clock it was 23 degrees. Yeah, classic Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about Aquaman. Oh, so this is not the this is not the weather podcast, is it? Oh no, that's, that's oh shit! Damn it! We we prepared for the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Aquaman or Aquaman as America. There goes all it. my content that I planned. But okay, we can talk about Aquaman. <laughs> yes. So we watched it on Christmas Day. You might have seen our Instagram live post. We unwrapped Jason Momoa. Did we? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to doubt myself. I'm like, wait, did we? (laughs) When did that happen? (laughs) We'll talk about Aquaman, but before that, I guess, or maybe we can talk about it afterwards, but I did also watch Mary Poppins (laughs) this week. I can give you a quick review of that now, or we can do it after. Do it now. Get it it over and done with. All right, yeah. I haven't seen the old Mary Poppins for a while. I think I've only seen it once, and I think it was when I was a kid. So I don't really remember it that well. But this one was, I guess, faithful to that one. It is a sequel to the original Mary Poppins. And like, I think the kids in the first one are adults in this one. And it's about... Father was one of the kids um, in the first one. And he has two kids. Or he has three kids in this one. And it's about their... Basically, there is a story... (laughs) There is an underlying story, but it's about... Well, there like... is a story. That's that's good to hear. 
Well, was, you'd be surprised. I thought there it wasn't like, one. It feels like there isn't much of a story for most of it because they're just doing random stuff. And okay. They're like they're singing. Just there's like a, every time they go to a new place, there's like a song because it's a musical. Oh, perfect. But there is an underlying story about how they're in financial hardship and they need to get their house back. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic uh, family fun. Yeah. <laughs> financial hardships and getting thrown onto the streets. <laughs> what kids want to see overall i thought it was i think kids will enjoy it i think it's enjoyable for kids because yeah what yeah. kids love as i said financial hardship <laughs> it's their favorite thing yeah yeah overall it's it's not a bad time if you if you have kids they might enjoy it if you're a fan of the original you probably will also enjoy it um emily blunt was pretty good is dick van dyke in it he is in it they kind of, they, he was in the trailers, but he's not really in the movie much. He's hardly in it. There's Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think that's his yep. name. He's basically the Dick Van Dyke character of this movie, but he used to work with Dick Van Dyke before. Okay. Yeah, like he was a kid and he used to work with Dick Van Dyke's character. It sounds shit. Yeah, I'm not really selling it. It's, it's Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this is no, um, what, what was the movie we talked about last week? Second Act. Step- Second act. It's no second act. You haven't sold it to me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's basically just about Mary Poppins doing stuff with the kids and then the kids kind of trying to help their father get out of the situation. Yeah. Mary Poppins is there and she sort of helps them. Like she makes it seem like she doesn't help them, but she helps them. And there's parts where they like go into this cartoon world as well, like they do in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they trip on acid. That's what they do. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. It's another... It's another, like, Alice in Wonderland type of movie. That's not a good thing. <laughs> but it's better than that. It's better than the Alice in Wonderland, like, the Johnny Depp Alice in Wonderlands. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's a it's not a bad movie. It's just probably not made for our age group or our demographic. But people yeah. will enjoy it, for sure. People, yeah. <laughs> Certain people, yeah. I've really sold that movie. Yeah, you have. <laughs> You sold that. That sounds like the greatest movie of last year. <laughs> Did you watch any anything this week in particular? Watch or read or see anything movies wise, TV shows wise? I'm watching this TV show called You on Netflix. You, you. Okay, like the letter U. No, 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 not the letter U. Y O U. Is it good? Ah, uh, it's okay. I wouldn't say it's spectacular. Like it's if you're bored. You can watch it and you would have a decent time with it. It's about this guy that stalks a girl. Okay. <laughs> that That's about all I could say without ruining stuff. But yeah, that's that's the overall story. I wasn't watching anything, but my wife was watching The Marvel, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. And she's really enjoying it. I've, I've seen parts of it and it looks pretty funny. It's about like a... I think it's like based in the 50s and it's about this woman that was that has recently had a divorce and then she gets into stand-up comedy yeah i've I've seen the trailers for it it looks uh i think it's based off a real life story and um shazam's in it shazam yep like the actual not the actor the actual hero yeah the character's in it he just turns up one episode and punches her in the face yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's a prequel to shazam (laughs) yeah or a sequel depending on what happens in shazam (laughs) All right, we'll we'll jump into Aquaman now. So as usual, I'll we'll do spoilers, and then I mean we'll do non-spoilers and then spoilers, and 
Do you want to mix it up and do spoilers first? And yeah, then we'll do jump into spoilers, spoilers first, and then you just got to guess when we go into the non-spoiler review. <laughs> no, we'll do we'll do non-spoilers and then spoilers, and I'll also give you some background on the production and development of the movie. So, the movie was released on twenty first of December in the US, but we only got it on Boxing Day, the twenty sixth of December in Australia. Internationally, the film was released in China first. So it was released in China on December 7th. And apparently it's done really well in China. And in the UK, it released December 12th. And Argentina, Brazil, Russia and India got it on December 13th or December 14th. So we got it comparatively quite late for some reason. And in in the US, it also released the same day as Mary Poppins' second act and Bumblebee. Well, yeah, we talked about that last time. Mary Poppins and Second Act obviously took a big hit out of Bumblebee and Aquaman. Probably more Bumblebee than this, because this I'll, I'll talk about it in a second, but it did all right opening weekend. So it's directed by James Wan, who we know for his horror movies more than anything else. So he's and conjuring... Fast and Furious 7. Is it 7? 7? 6? No, the one with uh, Paul Walker's last one, 7. It was 7, seven. yeah. It's produced by Peter Safran, who's also a producer on the Conjuring franchise films. So he was involved with all of them, including our latest favorite movie in the franchise, The Nun. The Nun, yeah, really good movie. And the other producer is Rob Cowan. The screenplay is written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's his full name. That's a very long name. He was also involved in the Conjuring films, so he works with James Wan. And the co-writer of the screenplay was Will Beale, who was involved with Gangster Squad, which you said wasn't very good. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't like it. The story is written by Jeff Johns and James Wan and Will Beale. So James Wan was involved and Will Beale was also involved. So it's based off Aquaman, obviously, um, the comic oh, Aquaman. Shit. <laughs> by Mort Weisinger and Paul Norris. When do you think Aquaman first debuted in comics? Ages ago. It would have been 60s or 70s. It's actually much before that. So his first appearance was in More Fun Comics, issue number 73, and that was released November 1941. Oh, shit. Well, it was ages ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was right. I actually didn't know he was that older character either, so his date's way back. So we see some of his special abilities in this movie, much more than we saw in Justice League, which, by the way, this is a follow-on of. So Justice League has happened, and they do address it in this movie very, very briefly, but this is a sequel to Justice League. Yeah. So what are his special abilities? He could breathe underwater. He, he could swim super fast. He could talk to fish. And he's got lots of strength. He's he's like, yeah, he's super strong. It's pretty much all of it. That's what we saw in this movie. But his comic book special abilities are pretty much similar. But he's got... It's the same thing. Aquatic physiology, superhuman strength, speed, endurance, agility, durability, reflexes, and senses. He's got telepathic control of all aquatic life, which what you say as he can talk to fish. He can talk or to what, fish. What um, <laughs> Bruce Wayne or Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne says. He's got super fast swimming. He's able to speak and understand any language on Earth. That's something we didn't see in this movie. I don't think he can do that in this movie. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Yeah. 
<laughs> he utilizes the trident of Poseidon, and he's got hydrokinesis, which is... I, I don't think he has this, that in this movie. Nah, he doesn't have well. that in this movie. But Mira does. So I think Mira, she can yeah. control water with her mind. They've obviously used some of his origin, origin abilities and some they haven't. In terms of the development of the movie, the origins of this film can be traced all the way back to 2004. So they were planning an Aquaman film for quite a while, Warner Brothers. But in July 2009, it was reported that Aquaman was in development at Leonardo DiCaprio's production house. So he was planning to make one, but that never happened, obviously. And then after Man of Steel in 2013, that's when they actually got serious about making this movie because they wanted to do a shared universe, which this still is, technically. Yep. <laughs> did say Worlds of DC at the start, though. It didn't. It just said DC, and I was really disappointed about that, too. I made my disappointment very obvious in the cinema when I, when I tapped you, and I'm like, where's the Worlds of DC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, after, after Man of Steel, they... They decided to do a series of films, so some of them we got, some of them we didn't. They wanted to do a Batman-Superman film, which they did, and we know about that one. They wanted to do a Wonder Woman film, which they also did. The one after those two on the list was the Aquaman movie. And it was announced in 2014, August 2014, that Warner Bros. had hired the screenwriters that I mentioned earlier to write two separate skits for Aquaman. So they were going to each write their own one, and then Warner Brothers was going to pick the one that's the best out of the two. They would film both of them, <laughs> and then they would choose the best scenes from both of them, and, and then they put, put them, them together. together. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did for Suicide Squad, and that worked. So. Except they had 20 different writers for that one. Yeah, yeah. The more, the more writers you have, the better the movie is, usually. They got a trailer company to edit it together. You know that's what they actually did with Suicide Squad? It's edited by a trailer company. Oh, really? A company that edits trailers edited the movie. They did, David I didn't do it. Well, he would have been there when they did it, but yeah, it was it was a trailer, like a, a company that specializes in editing trailers. So that's why the whole movie feels like an extended, really bad trailer. Yeah, it's not bad. I'd it just feels it. like a Sony trailer. I've... I've... I've watched Suicide Squad since I've seen it for the first time, and it's not bad. It's okay. I don't agree, but okay. I still think it's pretty bad, but I've only seen it once as well. So it's 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 not as bad as I thought initially. Anyway, we'll do, we'll do a ranking of DCEU films to date after our review. Basically, in 2015, after Fast and Furious, I think James Wan was confirmed to direct and overlook the screenplay of Aquaman. I think he only got on board in 2016 after Conjuring 2 was released. Budget box office. So budget, this is a $200 million movie, so it's not cheap. There's a lot of visuals and a lot of it's underwater, as you can expect, since it's Aquaman. And it looks good. I thought it looks pretty good. I had my hesitations when I saw the trailer. I thought it looked a bit too cartoony. It looks cartoony, but it looks good. Yeah, it still (laughs) looks good. It reminded me of Avatar. I don't know if it reminded you of Avatar, but... Not really. Not really. I don't like Avatar, so if it reminded me of Avatar, it's not a good thing. Uh, not not in terms of the story, but in terms of the visuals. Avatar's like a cartoony movie, but the whole thing is 
is CGI, so... It, I've only seen Avatar once, so yeah. I don't really remember it. I've only seen it once, too, and I think it was the same time that you watched it. We both watched it in the cinema. I've never felt the urge to watch it again. No, me not. Lots of people really like Avatar, but yeah, anyway. I can see where you're coming from, but I didn't, I didn't get reminded of Avatar when I watched it, but it's got good visuals. It does, yes. In terms of box office, it's done to date 846 million worldwide, and it had a $73 million opening weekend in the US. Pretty sure that's better than Justice League, the opening weekend, and the worldwide is definitely better than Justice League. I'm maybe making this up, but I think it's their best opening. No, I think Wonder Woman did better. I think Wonder Woman... No, and, and Batman Superman did better. Batman Superman did 100 million plus, I think. Oh, yeah, shit, it did. Yeah, Batman Superman did really well until everyone realized what it was. Yeah, I think it's after those two, it's the best one. Yes, yeah. But if the other movies before this actually were good, not that all of it them could were have bad, been but a lot if, higher. Yeah, if, if Justice League was good, it could have been a lot better. I feel like if this came out before Justice League... People might have watched Justice League a bit more. I guess we can jump into the review, but before we do that, we need to know what the story is. And as usual, I'll ask you to explain the story, and you'll be bewildered as to who I'm asking when there's no one else here. So it must be you. So I, what's the story? I always get, I always think there's someone wait. You bring like a guest to tell you tell us what the story <laughs> is. I always think there's someone just waiting in the corner. <laughs> what's the story? Story is. This is still spoiler-free for anyone that's... Okay, this is spoiler-free, yeah. So, Jango Fett is sitting on a beach, and then this woman rocks up on the beach, and it's Keith Urban's wife. And then, basically, Keith Urban's wife eats Jango Fett's goldfish, and then they fall in love. Wait, is this too in-depth? I think I'm going too (laughs) in-depth. Anyway. Yeah, just keep it high level. Yeah. But that's literally the first... Two minutes of the movie. The two minutes, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jason Momoa is Django Fett and Keith Urban's wife's son. There's a lot happening there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Keith Urban's wife goes back to Atlantis, which is where she's from, and Django Fett takes care of Jason Momoa. And the rest of the story is how Jason Momoa goes back to Atlantis, basically, because his half-brother's trying to kill shit. That was a great... Did I sell that? It's pretty good, wasn't it? And his half-brother is the guy who gets rid of demons and conjuring. And Johnny Depp's ex is in it too. Yeah, Johnny Depp's ex is in it. <laughs> yeah, she's in it. And her dad's the guy from Rocky Four. Her dad is... Um, yeah, he's Ivan Drago. That's the movie, yeah. Hope you really feel compelled to watch it now. After that, <laughs> the, to be honest, the story is full of spoilers. So if we go too much into it, we can spoil it. Yeah, that's right. And the story is very reminiscent of other comic book movies as well, which we'll talk about. In, yeah. In Although, if you've seen the trailer, you probably know where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's only going to go one way. All right. I guess we'll jump into positives and negatives. Positives. I think the casting's pretty good. I think everyone in the cast did a pretty good job. It also has Green Goblin. Yes, yeah, it's got Green Goblin. Yeah, they've, they've showed out for a lot of high-quality actors, but not all of them are necessary, I guess. Like, what does what does Dolph Lundgren do in this movie? He does nothing. Well, this this is a movie of, of uh, 
not what was that other movie's ridiculous wigs venom it's 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 another movie in in league with venom when it comes to wigs because i kind of like their hair everyone's hair looks good i liked it i'm not sure about amber heard's hair no i liked amber heard's hair it grew on me <laughs> i'm not sure about dolph rangan's hair either no i think it 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 looked okay. I'm I'm on board with all the wigs, to be honest. I thought they were What about Patrick Wilson's hair? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. If Patrick Wilson grew a man bun, that's how he would look. The casting's good. The visuals, as I as I uh, mentioned before, are really good. I think... I don't know if this is a positive, but when you... Just going by DC's track record, the, the story is pretty simple, which is kind of a good thing. There's not too much happening. Well, there, yeah. there's still there's still stuff. There's a bit happening. There's, there's, there's still stuff happening, happening, but this is like it's like National Treasure, Indiana Jones, a superhero movie, and Black Panther put together. Yeah, and there's some other stuff in there too. There's a bit of Thor in there as well. Yeah, okay, there is a lot happening, but it it seems pretty coherent compared to the other the other movies. So I I was on board. I, I it was a bit long, I thought. I guess I'm going into some of the negatives. It was a bit long, but yeah, overall, I wasn't bored as such. (laughs) Which is a win for a DC movie. I wasn't bored. It didn't give me a headache either. It didn't. It didn't make me think like, what are they doing? Like, like in Batman and Superman, when when Batman and Superman fight. Spoilers for Batman and Superman. Obviously, they're going to fight in Batman. It's a pretty good fight. No, the fight is good, but the the. The lead up is ridiculous, and the reason they stop fighting is even more ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, um, everything either side of the fight is stupid. So the reason characters do things like characters do things out of character, and they don't act like themselves. Like Superman, to date, has never really been like Superman in this in this franchise. In Justice till, League, you kind of up till like the climax of Justice League. He's pretty good in Justice League, but in this, I, I guess the characters feel like they're they're meant to be. They they act like they're meant to act, if that makes sense. So that was it's not. It shouldn't really be a positive. That that's what all movies should do. That's but <laughs> since it's a DC movie, I guess I'd have to mention that. Did you have any particular positives? I liked Digimon Huso's cameo, which. <laughs> Which we'll go through in spoilers. Did you look it up? I didn't, but I think I know who it is. Because when I remember the movie, there's one character that sounded like him. He's not in it for long. Yeah, yeah, he's not. <laughs> what else is good in this movie? It's it's good. Jason Momoa is pretty good. Yeah, he's very likable. It's got it's got the two villains, like in uh, Black Panther. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Black Panther. For it me. is, yeah. It's very similar to Black Panther. Yeah, and it's... It's not a bad thing that it's similar to Black Panther. It's pretty good. And the villains, both of them are quite good. Yeah, I thought one of them was necessary. The other one was probably not required. But the other one was the better one. I don't know which one we're talking about. Um, uh, I thought Patrick Wilson's probably necessary. Yeah, Patrick Wilson's necessary. But Black Manta was the better villain. Was he? He's got better action scenes with him. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The action with Black Manta is better. You see some of it in the trailers. Apparently, there was a Jaws reference. I don't know. Gonna need a bigger helmet. I didn't get it in the movie, but apparently, it was a Jaws reference. The villains were fine, I guess. I thought Patrick Wilson was good as a villain. Yeah, I just thought Black Manta was a better, better villain. Maybe more compelling. We'll talk about where things may lead 
um, in a potential sequel in spoilers. I thought the comedy wasn't great. I think they tried to they tried to make it funny, but it wasn't really that funny. Yeah, yeah. It's I thought it was decently funny, but it's a bit hit or miss. Yeah. And it's it's really cheesy. Yeah, but at least they got the tone right. They wanted it to be more lighthearted than the previous movies. Oh, and Aquaman's costume looks sick. I don't know how they made that work, but it looks good. When he's actually in, in costume. Yeah, it does look good. They actually did change the origin of... Not the origin, but how he looks. Because in, in the comics, Aquaman is blonde. So in, in the comics, he basically looks like Patrick Wilson looks like in this movie. And Ocean Master, which is Patrick Wilson's character, looks like Jason Momoa. Or looks more like Jason Momoa. Only their hair. They, other than that, they look completely different. So they switch that, they switch that up. Because they, first they cast Jason Momoa as Aquaman. And then they wrote the script for this. Because he was in Batman vs Superman in that awkward cameo where the camera just focuses on his face for two minutes. Yeah, and he's swimming. <laughs> I guess we could give our ratings. Oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't come up with the rating for this. A for... No, it's not an A. It's a... C for course correction. It's pretty good, actually. No, but it's not, it's not like a... It's not a complete course correction, I think. It is a bit of a course correction. No, we'll give it, we'll give it a C for course correction. Okay. Yeah. And I'll give it a watch at some stage. I don't think you have to go necessarily out of your way to watch it at the cinema. There's a lot of movies out at the moment. We reviewed Bumblebee, Record Ralph last episode. They're both very good. And second act. Of course, second act. You can't you can't forget that. There's Mary Poppins, which I just, you know, I, I gave a ringing endorsement to. <laughs> so there, there's a lot out there. So unless, if you're a big fan of superhero movies, then I guess you'll watch it regardless. But if you're not, you you don't have to really go out of your way. But it is it's not a bad time, so you can watch it on Netflix or when, if it's just on TV. It's not a it's not a bad time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen stem bunch of tulips for just nine ninety nine each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spoilers. So we're doing spoilers now, so if you haven't seen the movie, please come back to this point in the in the episode and then listen to our spoilers. So did you her so? Yeah, did you so he's that fish tribe the, leader guy? He's the fish guy that Patrick Wilson stabs like straight away and kills. And also I leaned in to tell you this in the movie. He's making this army to go into the normal world, into the above sea world, to like fight them or destroy them or whatever. But this guy has mermaid legs. I don't like, he can't go above <laughs> yeah. ground. Like, what use is he going to have? And his daughter's not going to go above ground either. Yeah, because she also has... The whole species has mermaid legs, so I don't think I don't think they're going to add much value. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. And every, every other species in Atlantis is absolutely, like, crazy. It's... It's insane to think that this is in the same universe as Batman versus Superman. But at least, oh, that's that's another positive that I didn't mention. But Atlantis was pretty cool. The way they explored it was was quite good. It's again reminiscent of Black Panther or even Thor in that it's a bit like Wakanda or Asgard, but underwater. So that was pretty cool. A lot, a lot of the story is quite predictable. The first time Patrick Wilson goes to meet Dolph Lundgren and you. You're like, oh, he's probably going to plan. You plan an attack, and that's exactly what what happened. Yeah, it's it's very predictable, but it's 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 good predictable. It's what you want. I guess Black Manta, that guy's just a pirate, and he just happened to run into this guy. I guess so. Yeah, it's never explained, but I guess they just uh, kind of met each other. Oh, another negative. All the negatives are coming to me now. One negative is that there's a lot of sudden explosions in this movie. Like they're chatting, and then there's a sudden explosion, and then an, and a and then an action sequence begins. Yeah, I didn't actually realize it until I watched some other reviews, and they all mentioned it. Yeah, and then now that I think about it, yeah, like every there's lots of scenes that are just ended with an explosion, and then it goes into an action scene. <laughs> well, I noticed it in the movie because it happens. At least four or five times. And by the third time, I was like, that's happened quite a lot. What does that remind you of, the sudden explosion? What other movies do you see that in? Like a jump scare? Yeah, it's like a jump scare. James Wan, he doesn't he doesn't do a lot of jump scares, but he makes horror movies. So that's kind of his thing, I guess. When they first announced James Wan to direct this movie, I thought, I guess he had made Fast and Furious 7. So he, he has done other movies other than horror movies so he but it was an interesting choice and there's parts of this movie where you see his style as well apart from the the sudden explosions and stuff there's that scene where it's also in the trailer where they're going to i forgot what realm it's some some place that they need to go to get the trident right the center of the earth yeah and there's these like monsters that come and get them yeah. Yeah, and then they use... Flares. Flares, yeah. They use flares and they jump into the water and you see them all chasing them into the darkness. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was scary, but it was cool. Yeah, it was just visually very, very good. That's in the trailer as well. Yeah, it is in the trailer. It's, yeah, briefly in the trailer. There's some massive plot holes that we can talk about. 
So one of them is they go to the Sahara Desert to... So the, the middle of this movie turns into Indiana Jones suddenly. I like that part of the movie. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm a big fan of those Indiana Jones National Treasure movies, even though... Even if they're really shit, I still I still have a good time with them. And they show a bit of it in the in the trailer as well when he jumps out of the plane. So they're in the middle of a desert and they find this this hidden cave which gives them directions to go somewhere else. It gives them like a, a riddle that they have to solve. That's right, yeah. So they get there and then the very next scene, they're in Sicily. Sicily, yeah. Sicily, Sicily's close to the Sahara, isn't it? I don't think it is. <laughs> it's not that close. Uh, unless they swim through the sand or something. I, I don't know how they got there. Maybe there's like a teleportation device in that thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it takes them straight to Sicily where they can read Pinocchio books. They they called Batman and he picked them up. Are they on speaking terms? I guess they are. They were all pretty happy by well, the end of Justice Yeah, they're all, they're all mates at the end, remember? Yeah, they're all happy, yeah. We could just call Superman. Yeah, he could, but... Like, any any problem can be solved by just calling Superman. Yeah, this whole thing could have been solved by calling Superman. Can Superman breathe underwater? Breathe underwater? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he can, right? Or maybe he can't. I don't think he can breathe... No, I don't think he can breathe underwater. Okay, but he can swim fast. He doesn't need to swim, though. He can just fly. Why does he need to swim? I guess he flies underwater. <laughs> That'd be interesting if they did a like a swimming race between Flash... Superman and Aquaman. Probably Aquaman should I win. think Aquaman, when he swims in this movie, he's super fast. It also reminded me of Ant-Man and the Wasp with Nicole Kidman, how she's trapped in that center of the earth or something for 50 years. And she's, well, it's not 50 years, it's like 20 years. And she's the same as she was before. Yeah, because she's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I guess she doesn't so. age. Although they do, they de-aged her. They de-aged her at the start. Did they? Well, yeah, not much. Like I think she was. It wasn't like it wasn't as much as the other guy. It wasn't much. They as, de-aged uh, Django, Django Fett. Fett as well. Yeah. yeah, that that was like major de-aging, and it looked pretty bad as well. Oh, it was it was okay. It was it's not the worst. <laughs> What's worse than this? Um, I think it, this is not de-aging, but when they got Peter Cushing in uh, Rogue One, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I think that was much worse than this. Yeah, that was worse than this. That's not yeah. de-aging though. They had to That was just Yeah, that was uh... make the person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like reincarnating the person. <laughs> there there was there was that and then I don't think there's I don't think there's a lot of plot holes. I think there's just a lot of stupid shit. When we were watching it at the start when Aquaman's introduced, it's it's very it's weird, but it's very reminiscent of sort of Indian movies that me and you watch. Um, yeah. A lot of our listeners might might not watch them. In India, there's North Indian movies and there's South Indian movies. So North Indian movies is what you probably know as Bollywood movies. And they're like all mostly rom-coms and um, family dramas. And then you come to South India and that's more of these very, very over-the-top action movies where the hero is basically a superhero. Um, and yeah. every one of those movies has this very elaborate and over-the-top hero introduction fight scene. And this was very reminiscent of that because all of those scenes, especially uh, in the last 10 years in, in South Indian movies, they, they all feature like slow-mo. So they, so they just show the, the hero in slow-mo just walking or just looking at the camera. And there, there was so many shots of that. In his introduction in scene, yeah, 
And also, he randomly just leaves some guy to die for no reason. I know why they did that, because they wanted some sort of character arc. But someone was mentioning that if Black Manta never returned, if Black Manta just died as well, he'd never feel that remorse. Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, he'd, he'd never come back to bite him. Yeah, but also, it's like, it's pretty harsh to just be like, yeah, you're, I'm going to leave... He didn't kill him, but yes, he did kill him because he left him there to die, basically. Pretty much, yeah. So he did kill him. It, it was at that point when I was like, are they doing the Superman-Batman thing again? Because both of those guys are not very nice guys in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he turns out to be all right in the end. Yeah, yeah. It was a dodgy. It was a bit of a dodgy start to the movie. It it was pretty hilarious, but unintentionally. Yeah, I was I still I was still entertained by the yeah the whole scene. Um, and he and he has like these one liners as well in between. Yeah, he has cheesy one liners all throughout. What else? There's Amber Heard who who plays Mira, and she she's, has some pretty cool. She's in the movie. Her powers are cool, but other than that, there's nothing much to her really. Apart apart from having cool powers. <laughs> and she's yeah. going to marry Patrick Wilson? Was that what was happening? She's meant to marry him. That's one of the arcs. And then she runs away with Jason Momoa. Then Patrick Wilson wants to kill her. Yeah, that's right. Well, he he tells Dolph Lundgren, who's... He's her dad. Yeah, Mira's father. He tells him that he's not going to kill her, but then he gets blackmailed. But then he to kills kill her. her. He tries to kill her <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The Sicily scene was pretty good in terms of the That was really good, scene. yeah. I thought that was better than the Climax one. Yeah, definitely. That's much better than the Climax one. Yeah, the Climax one, there was just way too much. There was too much shit happening. Way too much And there was these crab guys. It was really weird. (laughs) There was some weird shit. Oh, the crab guy's pretty funny. The the crab guy who's like, you can kill me. No, it's like, you can have my army, but you're going to have to kill me first. And he just kills him. crab. (laughs) I couldn't take anything he said seriously because he's just a big crab. And then there's the scene where Jason Momoa or Aquaman gets... What's his actual name? Arthur Curry, right? Arthur Curry. Arthur Curry yeah, yeah, Arthur Curry gets the trident from this place in the center of the earth, supposedly. And there's this massive monster there, sea monster. And that monster was played by Julie Andrews or... Yeah. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. There's the link. There's yeah. the link. <laughs> yeah, so there's a reason we talked about Mary Poppins at the start of this. There isn't. Yeah. There really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently she was the voice of that. I actually couldn't tell. I don't know her voice. No, I didn't, there's too much like effects on her voice to really... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. And also, I don't know Julie Andrews' voice that well. <laughs> yeah, we probably should, I guess, but... Yeah. Why? Why should we know Julie Andrews? Because we've seen Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> you make good points. <laughs> I was going to say Sound of Music, but we I, I have seen it, but I don't remember it that I haven't well. seen Sound of Music in ages. And it's not like she's singing The Hills Are Alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her voice is yeah. completely different. But yeah, she's in it. And then I'm guessing, is, it, is she the monster that he comes out on at the end in the climax? Yeah, yeah, it's the same monster. Doesn't he, like, yeah. kill half of his own people when he does that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that die in the end scene for no apparent reason. They could have, like, called off the battle and just said, yeah, me and Patrick Wilson will fight this out. But everyone still keeps fighting. And 
literally, like, Jason Momoa comes through and kills people from both sides. He's not only attacking, he's attacking the crab people and also the other people, just indiscriminately killing. But the whole story basically is trying to get this trident, which is um, meant to be the most powerful one and it'll help yeah, him Yeah, Poseidon's defeat. trident. Yeah, it'll help him defeat um, his brother, his stepbrother. It's it's very reminiscent of Black Panther because they have a fight about in in the middle of the movie, and you know one of them's going to lose. So in Black Panther, Black Panther loses, and in this, he loses. He doesn't really lose. He kind of just he's about to lose. He's, he just runs away. Yeah, he uh, runs away yeah. like a coward. And then he comes back, and he's obviously going to defeat him. What's what's the point of the movie if he doesn't? Yeah, and then he becomes king, and everyone's supposedly happy. Django Fett's happy. And his mum's happy. What's his mum's name? Atlanta. Atlanta, I think. Um, his mom, uh, Keith Urban's wife. Yeah, Keith Urban's that, wife. That's her official name. Yeah, it's, there's some complicated <laughs> yeah. things going on here. So, so is Keith Urban... Is Keith Urban Patrick Wilson's dad? No. Well, you don't see Patrick Wilson's dad in the movie. Yeah, but so Keith Urban... It, so, so, Nicole Kidman is Keith Urban's wife. Yeah. And Ackerman is... Nicole Kidman and Django Fett's son. Django Fett's son, yeah. So Patrick Wilson must be Keith Urban and, and Nicole Kidman's other son. Look, it's quite possible, <laughs> but yeah, you're going into fan theory, fan theory location. <laughs> you just we should see that in the sequel. Keith Urban's and his hair would look pretty good in underwater as well. Keith Urban's, yeah, hair. his hair wouldn't look bad. Yeah. And then they could do a duet between him and Julie Andrews. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's randomly an octopus that plays drums in this. Yeah, there is, yeah. I don't know why he's playing drums, but... And it's, like, right at the bottom near the fire or something? Yeah, yeah, he's just providing some atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) We've kind of jumped around with this movie, but we did watch it a while ago, so we can't really remember sequentially what happens, but we just I can't remember the intricacies, but it was a good time. It was a good time. We, We had a good time. It was a good Christmas Day movie. It has nothing to do with Christmas, but yeah. You don't have to watch it on Christmas. It's not it's not a Christmas movie, but yeah, it's it's a good time. It's still not amazing. It's still not great, no. It's not amazing. I still think no. it's in terms of we'll we'll do our rankings of movies for this year in, in the next episode, but it wouldn't rank. I don't in think my... it shows up in either of the rankings. No, it's mid- it wouldn't be in the worst round. and it's not in the best either. I guess we we could quickly do our rankings in terms of where this falls in DCEU. Um, you can start. Uh, all right, let's see. I think probably Man of Steel I would put first. Yeah, I think I would put Man of Steel. Man of Steel and Wonder Woman are like at the top, but either one can go first, really. It doesn't really matter. Um, following on from that, what else do we have? We've. I'll probably put this then. After those two, I'd put this. And then I'd put Suicide Squad, Justice League, then Batman v Superman. I would go... I, I'll get a, I'm going to commit. I'll put Man of Steel first. Man of Steel, then Wonder Woman. Man of Steel, then Wonder Woman. I'd put Wonder Woman first. Yeah. And then I would... I would probably put this second. This second? Ooh, yeah, I'd probably cool. put this second and then Man of Steel. Pretty close between those two. I do yep. like Man of Steel, but... Just the the hour of action towards the end is just a bit too much for me. It's, yeah, there's only so much, so much, so many times you could watch it. I just like people punching each other. 
just non-stop. That, it it each was other. cool at the time, but it's yeah. um, it's just not something you can. It's it's a bit like Transformers movies. Like they have a lot of action, but it's not something you want to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after those three, this is when we get into the real bad ones. I I think Suicide Squad's not far away from the other ones. I don't. Um, I would probably put Justice League next. Oh, you put Justice League next? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't have a good time with Justice League, but it wasn't the worst. I also had a good time with Justice League. I've seen it more times than I probably would care to admit. (laughs) And then I'd probably put... Oh, this is quite... I'd probably put Suicide Squad and then Batman vs Superman. Yeah. The only one that I flat out will refuse to watch ever again is Batman v Superman. If the other ones are on TV, I would probably watch them. If Batman v Superman's on TV, I'm not watching it. Yeah. I'm never watching it again. Like, I would watch watch parts of it. I would watch maybe the fight. But other than that, I would... Or like that Batman fight at the end, I would probably watch that. Yeah. But I'd never watch the whole thing in a row. (laughs) Now, that movie was, like, it was almost, like, insulting for me. Because I was, like, I was anticipating that. That was probably one of the most anticipated movies of my life. Like, that's how much I wanted to watch that movie. But it was really bad. It was... And the other thing, just in terms of a rewatch, in terms of rewatch value, goes for, like, three hours or something. Yeah. It goes for a really and long time. And a lot of the three hours is... Just not much. Very, very dull dialogue and really boring. And just yeah. these two guys that are meant to be heroes that are just angry all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, there's parts of it that I still do like, but I would never watch the whole thing yeah. again. We can, we've just invited all the, the haters to our podcast because I know there's a lot of people out there that loves Batman and Superman. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this is our opinion. We, I, I, just, I, do, I do like parts of it, but... Yeah. 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 No, it's. I think it has to be bottom for me because it just disappointed me. It's the most disappointing movie I've ever seen. I don't think there's anything's ever come close to it in terms of disappointment. Uh, I would have to think. I would have to think about that. There's probably something that's disappointed me more in the past. I'll I'll think about it. Okay. You think about it. Um, Suicide Squad, after Batman and Superman, I wasn't expecting that much from Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad was still bad, but I wasn't, like, personally hurt by it. I kind of actually had fun laughing at it in parts, so... I I, I like Suicide Squad. It's not bad. (laughs) But, yeah, those movies aren't good. And Just League is by no means any good either, but I... By that stage, my expectations were just gone. So I was just like, just... Yeah, just if you go make with low expectations, Justice League isn't bad. <laughs> just just make a movie and just don't don't stuff it up. But they, st- they still did, but I, it wasn't the worst. It's not bad, yeah. yeah. But I, th- I still think Wonder Woman's the, probably the best one. Not that I'm a huge fan of Wonder Woman either. I think there's a lot of issues with that movie too, but it's probably the best of the bunch. I haven't re-watched Wonder Woman since, I've, since I watched it in the theatre, so... Like, the one I've seen the most is actually Justice League, but I don't like it the most. The one I've seen the second most is Man of Steel, so yeah. that's why I think that's better than I think I've only Wonder seen Woman. Wonder Woman once as well, and that was at the at the cinema. 
I've only seen Batman Superman once. I've only seen Suicide Squad once. I've seen um, these movies way more than I should have. I've seen Batman v Superman twice because I watched the extended cut as well. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't any better. <laughs> I've seen Man of Steel um, quite a few times, though. I think I've seen that I've seen Man of Steel a lot of times, yeah. And I've seen Suicide Squad at least like three or four times. I haven't, and I will never watch it. That many times. It's not bad. It's <laughs> going with low expectations and you have a good time. But yeah, that's I guess that's what we have to say about Aquaman. Anything anything else? I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm looking forward to Shazam. Yeah, same. I think Shazam might be the best out of all of them, hopefully. Yeah. It looks well, it looks like a complete completely tonally different. Because you still see So Man of Steel was very Zack Snyder. Batman and Superman was ultra Zack Snyder. Um, yeah. And then all of the movies that came after that had a bit of that tone and that theme about them. And Aquaman pretty much departed away from that. And I think Shazam yeah. is a complete yeah. departure from that. So it's, yeah. It looks it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. DC just, they've done a lot of things wrong. I hope they learn from their, their mistakes a bit. Um I think they jumped into a, a shared franchise too quickly because Marvel did it over 10 years, so that's why they're reaping the rewards now. But DC's tried to do it in three movies, and that's not how it works. So hopefully they're learning from their mistakes now, and maybe they should just stick to solo movies. Yeah, which is what they might do. But we'll see. I, I, I want a DC shared universe, but I just want it to be better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, there was talk that Henry Cavill was out as Superman. Yeah, I, I don't know what's happening there. They're, they're just not saying anything about any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. I think they're just going to see how well things do and then they'll decide what happens from there. I actually don't mind him as... I, I think the character, the way they chose to take the character was wrong and terrible, but I think he was actually good. Yeah, he's not bad. And and Wonder Woman was, is good. Um, Gal Gadot is is good. Apparently, it's Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. No, apparently it's Gal. There's a way she says it, but there's a T at the end. Oh, Gal Gadot. Okay, I thought it was Gal Gadot, but anyway, <laughs> she's also in Wreck It Ralph. I think I mentioned. Yeah, that yeah, too. we talked about that. But yeah, I think that's that's all we had in terms of Aquaman. Yeah, that's it. What else? Next next week we'll be doing. We're doing a combined episode with a lot of stuff, actually. So we'll do best, worst, and best, worst. I guess we're we're thinking about if we can do a top ten, but I don't think probably can't. I probably can't because then I'll be putting movies, especially for the best. I'll be putting movies that I should not be in there. Yeah, just shouldn't be in there. So we might just do a top five, or we'll we'll see. We'll see. Maybe like even a top three, a top three, or just just just. Just our our favorite movies of the year, just just yeah. a, uh, just a favorite and least favorite movies of the year, and then we'll also do the most anticipated movies for this year, twenty nineteen. Yes, yeah, we'll we'll try to. We talk a lot about comic book movies here, but we will try to. I, I look through the list of stuff, and there's some movies that are not comic book movies that I'm also looking forward to. So I'll mention those. So we'll see. We'll, we'll talk more about. I don't want to ruin anything. We'll talk more yeah, about it on the no spoilers for the next episode. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, on the anticipated um, one. That's the show. Do you want me to do the handles? Oh yeah, we got to do that. Whoops. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so you can catch us at Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at C Recalibration and Facebook and Instagram at Cognitive Recalibration. And we are available on all podcasting platforms. Actually, it was brought to my attention that we're not on the app Podbean, which I think a lot of Android users use. And we we are not available on that, so I made sure that we are. So we are now. I, I submitted the podcast to Podbean and we we're on it now. So if you if you use the app Podbean we you can you can listen to us. Yes, that, that is well. the show now. <laughs> All right, now we can sign off. So hope you enjoyed the episode. If you do enjoy our content, please do give us a subscribe so you don't ever miss out on an episode and give us a review if you if you do have the time. Hopefully a good review. We'd prefer that. It'll just help us in terms of getting more exposure, especially on iTunes, because a lot of people look at reviews before they listen to podcasts. So... Thanks to everyone for listening, and um, we forgot to wish you all Happy New Year as well. Welcome to 2019. Happy New Year. And we'll see you in the next episode of Cognitive Recalibration. See you later. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.